I'm Kieran. I'm Woody. And it's time to grip it and rip it. All right, what's up, everybody? How the heck are we doing today? Woodrow, how the hell are you? Dominating the day, friend, as fucking always. How are you, bud? Uh, You know what? Let's skip the beer intro that we normally do. And I know we're going to talk about the NFL on this on this episode. Let's have a cheers right now for the 2019 MLS Cup champions, your Seattle Sounders. Fuck yeah. <sighs> Two in the last four years... We've played in three out of the last four MLS Cups, all mm-hmm. against Toronto. We yep. own them two to one now. We definitely do. Um, biggest attended event, sporting event at CenturyLink Field. Yes. Ever, correct? It's just shy of 70,000. That's unbelievable. That was, I will honestly tell you, that was the having, having a week to reflect on it now and having a voice that I can actually speak and reflect on such things. Yes. Yes. Um, the coolest sporting thing I have ever done. Hands down. I mean, before that, probably Daytona 500 was just a spectacle. We're going to have to get my dad, Jim, on here. Oh, Jim Lawrence. So he can talk about his most uh, interesting moment, which is the Indianapolis 500. I would be down to have him on. That would be, that would be a good one. But, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was a huge event. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um... Huge sports day in Seattle. Uh, that was a great sports weekend. That was a great sports weekend because then leading into Monday Night Football was probably one of the craziest football games I've ever watched in my entire life with the Seahawks and 49ers. Uh, the 49ers. And uh, and Seahawks obviously win in incredibly dramatic fashion. Five mm-hmm. different possessions in an, at a 10-minute overtime. Yeah. Was, uh, it was unreal. And I forgot it got reduced to 10 minutes. I was thinking it was still going to be 15. That's what I thought, yeah. too. And at one point, because uh, we, were, we were going to record mm-hmm. last week, and then we ended up, the game ended up going for f- ever. Yeah, like 17 hours. And, um, and I was a little tired. I felt like I had played, mm-hmm. uh, as I think many folks did the next day. Yeah. Um, but at one point, my favorite part of the whole evening was Kieran said, right at the end... Oh, I'm too. I'm too tired. I got no more. I've got no more energy. Um, and then the 49ers kicker yaks the field goal in overtime. Oh, just turf toed it. And just Kieran's right up, and he found his energy again for well, the end of the game. I didn't realize the kicker was okay. So first of all, before we start ragging on the 49ers kick, what McLaughlin? McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Chase McLaughlin. That kid deserves some serious kudos. No, he fucking made a 43, a 47 and a 49 yard field four yeah. field goals. Like sorry team, he just fucking wa- walked out of his house on Tuesday and is yeah. kicking footballs on Monday night football. Yeah. Like I did that there. Yeah. Yeah, that was And uh, I thought he was unbelievable. I thought it was he was unreal. Not only did he make some serious yardage field goals, he sent the 49ers into overtime to begin with. So without him, you're not even there. No. So anybody who rags on that guy, call him for him to be fired, shouldn't be in the NFL. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. Um, I thought it was I thought it was I was unbelievable game. Two forced fumbles, sack fumbles, returned for touchdowns. 
All kinds of penalties. Jadavion Clowney played like a beast. It was it was unreal. He that guy, it doesn't matter what his totals are in terms of numbers. Mm-hmm. He just affects the game in a way that not a lot of people do. He absolutely disrupted that entire game. And I honestly think, and I said it last Monday night, I think the Seahawks just gave the rest of the league a blueprint on how to beat the 49ers. Well, the Cardinals did the exact same thing. Cardinals damn near pulled off the exact same thing. Yeah, they did it the same way. Stop mm-hmm. the run. Make Jimmy Big Jimmy big Guns try and beat you. And, uh, and you put a little pressure on that guy. And uh, bad news bears. Yeah. Uh, like he, he's not terrible. It's just he's... What, what did he get that starting job with, what, six wins? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he's not a bad quarterback. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, anybody's got the talent to play in the fucking NFL. And that guy's got it. Mm-hmm. For sure. But if you can stop that run game, you're going to put the pressure on them. Mm-hmm. And people are, you know... Seahawks kind of showed this a little bit. And Cardinals did the same thing. They moved the pocket a little bit. Mm-hmm. Made that awesome front four have to chase him even further. Yep. Joey Bosa got fucking laid out by Larry Fitzgerald. Yes, he did. Which was... That's what Larry does. Yes, Lays people out and catches touchdowns. Him and, uh, him and Heinz Ward, man. Fucking A. Different breed. Mm-hmm. Just a different breed. So, okay. Here we go. Let's lead into it. What's your... What's the biggest surprise to you in the NFL so far this year? Team, player... Team or player. Um, and again, everybody, we, we shoot off the hip with this. We had an idea of what we wanted to talk about, but that question was not in our rehearsals. So you give me two seconds. I would say... I'm surprised that the Rams are actually looking this bad. Okay. I, I, I figured they were going to digress a little. But not being able to lean on Todd Gurley like they did last year, I think has really thrown off their game plan. And I'm I mean they still they're still a formidable opponent. Like, do not get me wrong when I'm when I'm saying like they're a shitty team, because they're not. I was I I'm kind of blown away that they that they're struggling this much. Um I, I would say that. And then again, not that I'm Surprised that he's doing this well, but man, Lamar Jackson, unbelievable! That guy is playing out of this world. Yes, but it, as again, I'm maybe getting a little bit of homework here. Is wasn't Russell Wilson doing the same kind of stuff a few years ago? Uh, you mean like in uh, 2014 when what Aaron Rodgers won the, mm-hmm. won the MVP? Yep. And Russell Wilson is putting up Aaron Rodgers' numbers like in 2014. And uh, Lamar Jackson's putting up numbers like Russell did, oh, I don't know, in 2017. Yeah, and I'm nothing to take away from Lamar Jackson. I think that's going to be the debate. I think the hardest thing about this now in terms of this MVP debate that's going on mm-hmm. is how are they going to finish the season? Mm-hmm. Seahawks obviously have one of the, the – they have the toughest schedule in the NFL finishing out the last six games. The 49ers aren't a slouch either. No. They're not, they're not what, the third hardest to finish the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you've got <clears> – <throat> when they went head-to-head, mm-hmm. they beat us by two touchdowns. Yep. So for some people, that may end up being the difference in the game. Russell threw a pick six you know, yeah. in that game. And that's – and I, does it come down to one game? Maybe, maybe not. But Lamar Jackson, definitely huge surprise. Dude's a fucking phenomenal athlete. And 
I mean, obviously put in the work of... I mean, the guy could throw the football at Louisville, so I don't know what people were talking about here. uh, He was underutilized in Louisville. Um, They had him... And still almost won back-to-back Heismans. And still almost won back-to-back Heismans, yeah. He, he, He did a lot of growing up last year and his senior year at Louisville. Um, no. Last year he was playing for the Ravens. Well, right. Last year and then also his last year. Oh, his last year. Yeah. Sorry. Let me let me follow your train of thought there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a while since we recorded one because, well, you know, we, we have jobs. We have um, lives. This is not full time. Let me see. What's my, bi- what's my biggest surprise? Oh, yeah. Woody, let, let me ask you. What's your biggest surprise? What's player the, or team? Player or team. Let me fling that one back at you. I think my biggest surprise was how long Melvin Gordon actually held out. Mm. That w- that was the biggest probably surprise to me in terms of he's only had one really great year in, in well, L.A. I want to call it San Diego. They should still be the fucking San Diego Chargers. It's yeah. kind of ridiculous, but things happen. Melvin Gordon, I think, had one pretty damn good year, mm-hmm. but nothing else was going to do that. And then he really got screwed because Austin Eckler comes out and goes, oh, uh, anything you can do, I can do better. Well, it's, um, like, well, it's the same thing like when uh, LeVeon Bell left the Steelers and James Conner's just like, oh, yeah, I, I got this. Everything's fine now. Yeah. And then who's the, who's the guy that is filling in for uh, James Conner that uh, is kind of the more dynamic running You're back? You're going down the rabbit hole that I don't know. Oh, God, I feel bad because he's on one of my fantasy teams. Well, son of a bitch. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what I get for chasing that. Anyway. If you know that, be our local logger phone caller. Let us know who it is. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So, biggest surprises. Okay. Biggest disappointment thus far. Ooh. Okay. Biggest disappointment. Well, like, I kind of already said that it, it was... It's probably the Rams. I mean... I, it's probably the Rams. Um... I, I again just to just to hammer that point home again. I didn't losing in Dominican Sue the the chest stopping good old boy that he is. I, I I didn't think he was gonna have this big of a drop on him. Aaron Donald is still the best defensive player in the NFL. He's, uh, yeah, yeah. One one of you could make an argument for some others, and I will because he is. Uh, the other one just went all ape shit and started swinging someone else's fucking helmet last that's week. That's a disappointment. Yeah, yeah that that's was, a, that well, was... okay. You, you want to talk about the biggest disappointment? You using some other quarterback's helmet for a fucking weapon? How about uh, that one? Yeah, that was that was that was pretty disappointing. That was that was utterly disappointing. Um, I mean, to be fair, I think Mason Rudolph got off way too easy because not only did he try to rip Miles Garrett's helmet off first, and he realized that Miles Garrett is much bigger than he is. And then he hit him in the balls. Twice. Before Miles Garrett ripped his helmet off. Can't swing helmet. I, I know. I get it. I'm not saying it's right. No. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying... he. I, I don't know. It I, was a bad all-around situation. Mm-hmm. Not great. I watched the thing live. It was... I fucking... It was insane. I couldn't believe it. Um... I think in terms of big, biggest disappointment for me this year in the NFL, uh, just having Andrew Luck retire right at the beginning of the year. I mean, I get why he did it, mm-hmm. but it's disappointing as he's just a fucking phenomenal athlete. 
And he you know, looks like a bearded Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, exactly. He's fucking awesome. Um, but that was that was that was actually a pretty big disappointment in terms of I just think for the league overall. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett's playing has been played fucking awesome in mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Frank Wright's got them playing great. Um, but I think that's a huge disappointment for me uh, this year. Well, especially because he, I mean, the the Colts had a good year last year. I, I know our buddy Chris Graham. Uh, Diehard Indianapolis fan, man, and he was uh, he was just walking around flabbergasted. I, I don't think I've I've ever seen Chris that that speechless before. I know, and they still have a chance. They're still yeah. got a chance. I mean, let's just speaking of that, they still got a chance to get into it. But Super Bowl here oh, it comes. We're yeah. almost to the playoff season. We're eleven weeks through the year. Playoffs and playoffs, playoffs. Uh, here we go. Let's let's just start with that division. Okay. Indianapolis at six and four, Houston at six and four, Tennessee's at five and five, Houston and Jacksonville's at four and six. All right, well Jacksonville's not doing anything the rest of the year, and I think even though they have Foles at quarterback, and but Foles only plays well from like week fourteen on. Yeah, and I still think that Gardner. I think they played better with Gardner Minshew. I think they, even as a rookie. I think they did, um, but they've got plenty of time over the next couple of years to figure that that stuff out. I don't think they're really pushing for anything this year too hard. Um man, Houston looked bad last Sunday. Baltimore makes people on, look on a, bad. Yeah. Well, Baltimore does make people look bad and I Who's winning that division? So probably one of the it's a pretty it's that's one of the tightest races if not the mm-hmm. tightest well, yeah. The, yeah, it's the tightest race in the AFC. For sure. Yeah. Because so, technically all four teams are still in it. Very much so. Very much so. I, I think Indy's got the most to prove, even though they're tied for first. Houston, Houston expects to win that division. Yes. you got to think that. Um, I would probably say, and I, I, don't, I don't know about Tennessee. They're very, they're very back and forth. I, I, don't, I don't really Ryan know. Tannehill's the starter there now. Yeah, well, that worked well for Miami, so... Steal for them. No, I, I gotta still believe Houston's gonna pull their shit together and and win the division and win that division. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I I would I would agree with you, but I've just got this sneaky sneaky feeling. I think Indianapolis is gonna do something. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't be mad if they did. No. So let's let's kick it over to let's see here let's well let's go to everybody's favorite division here the AFC East fuck the Patriots um and and hold on let me just let me just clarify that when I say fuck the Patriots it's not because I think they're a bad team I I hate how good they are all the time mm-hmm. that's and being being someone who always roots for the underdog especially in sports well granted I mean the Seahawks are getting to that point now where. What we got, Russell's about to break some some. He will. We'll get there when we get to the division. Yeah, exactly. He he's about to break some some kind of record again. Um, so we're we we haven't been in the playoffs all but what or we've been in the playoffs all but what one year in the last eight. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, which is nuts. But okay, yeah. So Patriots nine and one, Buffalo seven and three, the Jets at three and seven, and the Dolphins at two and eight. You know, good good on the Dolphins for winning too. Yeah, I absolutely would good agree on, with you. Good um, on. you know, Buffalo that first game between Buffalo and New England, super great game. I think Buffalo's playing phenomenal defense. Mm-hmm. I think Josh Allen's really starting to come into his own there John a little Brown. bit. 
Yeah, John Brown. Way to go, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, way to let that one go. But uh, I still all day go with New England. You can't not, man. Yeah. It's uh, just... until, until Brady retires, you go with New England. Absolutely. So let's let's kick it over to the AFC North, the North Day. The North Day. Uh, it's Baltimore all day. They're going to win that division. All day. I, I would... At 8-2, and two, Steelers are at 5-5. Five and five. And I would push for, the, with the exception of last week, because the Steelers just... I mean, kudos to the Browns, like, for stepping up and playing a hell... Probably the best defensive game of the year. Their best defensive game of the year, absolutely. Yeah. Which, the Browns have a good defense. They don't have a great defense. They have a good defense. But I would look for Pittsburgh to sneak into one of those wildcard spots, I think. That is always a potential. They just... Mike Tomlin knows how to coach. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal coach. They know how to win football games. He knows how to win football games. Yep. So... You know, now here's the big question. Mm-hmm. Bengals 0-10. Are they going to win a game? Okay, hold on. Pull, pull open their schedule. Pull open their schedule. Because I, I don't know what the Bengals' schedule is because, well, it's the Bengals and I don't care. Let's see here. The, well, it's, I mean, they almost beat the Seahawks, but everybody almost beats the Seahawks. Is how we basically God, pull, I hate that. pull that. So they've got Pittsburgh. Nope. The Jets. Ooh. Maybe. No. Jets are playing better football, though. They are. And I I think Sam Darnold is... I I think he's going to carry that ship on his shoulder for his entire career. I hope he does. Because I think think he's a talented guy. And I I think he can lead that team as long as they stay a run-focused team and let him kind of grow up. Right. I think he's going to be good. So I, I think the Jets still win that one against the Browns. They go Browns next. Maybe. I think the Browns beat him. I just yeah. say the Browns are going to beat them. New England, no. there's a win. Miami, there's Tossa, a chance. There's, there's a chance. There's it. There it is. And then they play Cleveland again to end the year. So they've got a couple things. I don't know. They benched Andy Dalton. AJ Green's not coming back the rest of the year. Uh, I don't know. But I mean, you fire Marvin Lewis, and I get you know he never won a playoff game and all this shit and yada mm-hmm. yada yada. And then you're gonna switch it up, and now you're fucking haven't won a game all year. So, good on you. Uh, Let's see. It's the uh, NFL version of the Seattle Mariners right there. That's what they like to do. Mm. Um, So, let's move it over to... Let's see here. We've done the South, the North, the East. Finally, the West. The AFC West, Mm -hmm. which the Chiefs are leading at uh, 7-3. and and 4. 7-4. 7-4, trailing right behind them. The fucking Oakland Raiders for the last time ever, the Oakland Raiders, because they're probably going to be in Vegas next year. Oh, that's so dumb. That is so dumb. Okay. It's, yeah, so 7-4 and four and 6-4. and four. Oakland 6-4. and four. The Chargers are 4-7. and seven, And Denver's 3-7. and seven. I don't see Oakland overtaking that division. No, but they're going to make it in the second wildcard spot with the Steelers. Oh, you're calling Steelers and the Raiders. Okay. I, I, I've been saying Raiders for two weeks. They're going to finish 10-6. and six. Six and four right now. Uh, Chargers needed to win that game last night in order to stay relevant. And they, oh yeah! And Philip Rivers throwing seven picks in his last two games. Might be your time, Philly. Philly Dos Rios might be over for you, bud. Uh, I might actually get that that Chargers jersey. Dos Rios. Dos Rios. The two rivers for the <laughs> those of you that don't speak Spanish out there. Um, <laughs> So well, let's let's throw it out. So you're saying Kansas City wins the division, Oakland, and you're saying Oakland and Pittsburgh are taking the wild card spots. Oakland gets the first wild card 
Pittsburgh gets the second. Okay. And you're saying Houston wins the south, mm-hmm. New England wins the east, Baltimore wins the north, and Kansas City wins the west. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. I take yeah. that. There's the playoff picture in AFC. I wouldn't I wouldn't boom. I wouldn't disagree with that. I think maybe one of the other teams uh, in the South, in terms of See, Tennessee, the South's a squirrely one. I don't that that's the one you've got the most variable to. But I, I don't see. I see Houston bouncing back, especially the next three games and locking that that yeah. division down. Okay, I can see that. So let's switch it over to the NFC. We'll start with the NFC East because it's my least favorite division in football besides the AFC East, and I'd rather get it over with more than anything else. West Coast is best coast. Absolutely. East Coast, least coast. Mm-hmm. Rhymes for a reason, folks. Rhymes for a reason. So, Dallas is leading the NFC East at 6-4. and four. America's team, my ass. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia at 5-5, five and five, the Giants at 2-8, and eight, and Washington at 1-9. and nine. Obviously, Washington and the Giants are out of it. Right. I, I do think the Giants give them two years, and I, I think I think they're going to make a playoff push. Okay, I, I would With Saquon and... Uh, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones, man. Whoever the GM is of the Giants, because again, I don't pay attention to the NFC East, or really to anybody besides the players, and why would you? Yeah, he's looking smart. Taking him as the first quarterback? I think it's. I think it was good. I think that he's played well. He's gone through rookie mistakes as they're going to. Um, but he's already got the buy-in of that team. Yeah, absolutely. So do you go to win the division, Dallas or Philadelphia? Dallas. Um, Philly's just got too many question marks for me. I, I don't... Offensively, they, they're a little squirrely. Yeah. I, I don't think they, they have an identity. I like Sanders at running back. I think he's a great complement. Um, kind of that, that thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. You know, pounded down the middle uh, with one and then and then your flash guy. Yeah. Kind of what Darren Sproles has been doing for friggin' ever. Yep. Hopefully he comes back for another year next year. I, I hope so. Um, but no, I think, I think Dallas has got the more complete team. And I think their schedule is easier down the stretch. Yeah, I I believe it is. Philadelphia plays Seattle this week. Dallas probably mm-hmm. plays fucking nobody at a primetime game that no one wants to watch. But I yeah, I'd go I'd go with Dallas. I think they're a more complete team. I think mm-hmm. they're better. Um just overall. Uh NFC North. Oh, again. Green Bay or Minnesota, man. Yeah, Green Bay sitting at eight and two, Minnesota sitting at eight and three. And you got arguably two of the best running backs on those two teams. Oh, hundred percent. But I think you got the better quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Oh, for sure. Kirk Cousins over the last four games, though, mm-hmm. does he have like two thousand passing yards? Yeah, something it's like crazy. That? It's, yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um, who would who would have thought? Pull someone out of Washington, they start doing better. Weird. And but then I and then you can make the argument Minnesota's got the better defense. So oh, they do. We're we're gonna find out on the stretch. It's gonna be fucking close. Mm-hmm. But I would think that comes one down of to, the that other teams. One game. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the other teams. Makes the mm-hmm. makes the wild card spot. Here, um, here's a question. But about I'm, I think I'm going to take the Vikings over the Packers in okay. that division. I just think their defense is better. Here's a question about the NFC North. If the Bears don't finish with a 500 or better record, is Trubisky done? Yes. Okay. I think the show's over for Mitch Trubisky. I think they rode that train as long as they could. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, when we talk about the, the next topic we're talking about, there's another team that the dude could start for. 
Yep. Um, sure is. So Chicago and then Detroit. Uh, I don't know what Matt Patricia's doing in Detroit, trading players away. Thanks for Quandre Diggs, so bud. Oh, man. Got got some of our uh, our enforcer back. Yep. That guy. Whew, man. Yeah. I like that in guy. In one game. I like that guy. good. So let's switch over to the NFC South. It's New Orleans all day. Shout out to Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. Carrying him, what, 5-0? and oh? Mm-hmm. Five and oh. One against the Five Seahawks. Five or six. Yeah. Look One good. The Seahawks, yep. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater was good in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He blew his knee out. I didn't think he'd ever play football again because of that. And it's awesome mm-hmm. to see him. It's awesome to see him in New Orleans. Obviously, you know, that's that's a that's a great place, great town. They love their football. Great, great program to slip into mm-hmm. as a back quarterback. Fucking hundred percent. Carolina five and five. Atlanta has looked phenomenal. For two and a half games now. They came storming mm-hmm. out against the Seahawks in that mm-hmm. second half. And then destroyed New Orleans. Yeah. And then wrecked to... Oh, who'd they play last week? Did they play Carolina? No. Mm. No. No. They wrecked somebody last week. I don't know. Hold on. Quick fact check, folks. I wanted to say it was Carolina, but I don't I don't actually think that it was. Uh, God, who the hell was it? It was. They beat Carolina 29. So in their last two games, 29-3, they beat Carolina. And New Orleans, they beat 26-9. Dan Quinn is a good football coach. The team just wasn't playing very well. Mm -hmm. And credit to Art Modell, the owner, and saying the players really love Dan Quinn. And and he's a good football coach. And these are the times you should stick with your coaches and things like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it'd be pretty cool if they won out, wouldn't it? I mean, even to finish nine and seven for the year that they've had, that would that be such a moral boost for them. They would be the scariest team in football that no one wants to play. Mm-hmm. I'm Absolutely. glad that we the Seahawks are not playing them. I, you know, I said at the beginning of the season, I'm glad we played Baltimore at the beginning of the season, even though they kicked the shit out of us. Um, I'm glad at the time I was glad that we played the Bengals early. Mm-hmm. Because I, w- I was thinking with AJ Green coming back, they had John Ross on the other side. Yep. Knowing that they're just a perennially, well, they were a perennially good regular season team. Um, I thought that was great, but yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta's a spoiler for sure. Tampa Bay, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck James Winston is doing. I, I Arians was a coach in Arizona. We've been He's a great for, fucking football coach. We've been waiting for. Uh, God, I just said Jameis Winston to break out for three years now. Nope. Not going to happen, friend. He's just not the dude. Oh, man, they've got some talent down there, too. Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking dude. I mean, they've got, they've, got a, they've got a team down there. And Bruce Arians. And he's got, uh, oh, my God, Ray. Mm, I'm not going to be able to think of his name. Defensive coordinator. He was no, Todd Bowles. Todd, Todd Bowles. Bowles is back to being his defensive coordinator in Tampa Bay. He was the head coach for the Jets. They coached together. Uh, with the Cardinals when mm-hmm. they made that NFC Championship run, Bruce Arians is a phenomenal fucking football coach. He's really good. He's been was in the league forever before he became a head coach. I really see Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, like you talked about the Giants. I can see Tampa Bay in two years, maybe next. I think two years they're going to get a quarterback that he actually wants that works for his system, mm-hmm. um, and going to light it up. Uh, he wanted Patrick Mahomes in Arizona, oh, and. They thought they were going to get him, and that's when Kansas City traded up and grabbed him. Yep. And who did the Cardinals get? Hassan Reddick. I'm not even going to touch that fucking subject. But, um... Rough. Speaking of the NFC West and the Cardinals, mm. uh, 
San Francisco sitting at nine and one, Seattle at eight and two, the Rams at six and four, and the Cardinals at three seven and one. And easily, I'm not saying this just because I'm from originally from Arizona. The Cardinals legitimately could be a 500 football team. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't argue that. Uh, also, is it better to be the best five and five team or the worst eight and two team? Because that, that's about what the Seahawks are compared to right now. You know what? At the end of the day, if it's one more point than the other team, does mm-hmm. it really fucking matter? Nope, sure doesn't. Nope, because I'd rather be sitting at eight and two than five and five. Man, we okay. The Seahawks. So we're we're gonna finish this division, and then we're gonna we're gonna take a little commercial break, just to break it up for a second. The Seahawks have always been a fourth quarter, second half of the season team, mm-hmm. which it's a good thing that I'm bald already because I would have lost all my hair by now. It's maddening. It is absolutely maddening to watch, to listen to. I'm surprised Steve Rabel hasn't had a friggin' heart attack on the radio. Um, we have... I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that we're doing this well. I'm surprised our... No, no, no. Let me take that back. I'm surprised our record reflects as well as it does based on how we played. Because we haven't played great. But we've played good enough to win football games. We played good. We have played better of late. I think we played phenomenal uh, against the 49ers. I think I'm saying the defense is where this is where they make the big turnaround mm-hmm. because now you've had Jaron Reed back for a few games. Yep. Now Ansa has been back for a few games. Clowney's really starting to take his own ownership. Again, we got Quandre Diggs from the Lions. So now yep. you've kind of got that enforcer mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Trey Flowers has played better. I'm he's sorry, better. folks. He's played better, and I think you stick with that. Uh, Shaquille Griffin has played absolutely phenomenal this year. I think he's really come into his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I really see them. I really see them turning a corner. Um, I really think the 49ers are going to be in for fucking bad news bears. We need to turn a corner defensively and have our defense start playing uh, up to playoff caliber football because we're we're not there yet. Uh, we've had we had flashes of of good, um, but this is where it gets testy. This is where it gets tough. It, it'll be really interesting to see where we are three weeks from now. Yeah, well, we're gonna find out. We we definitely will. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna step away for a second, refresh, come back with a couple more topics. All right, so uh, for our commercial break today, since, well, we don't have any fucking sponsors, we're just going to do it ourselves. So, uh, Woodrow, what are we drinking today? I'm drinking Jai Alai India Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing, Echo Amano, born in Tampa, Florida. And you know, it, I mean, it's it's potent. It's got 7.5%, right, ABV, a little, little 65 IBUs, so it's, you know, it's, your, it's not a light IPA by any stretch of the imagination. Um... You've had this before. Yes. Once, and you recall not liking it. It wasn't my favorite, but really, this has come back to me. You know, uh, Jialai India Pale Ale. The merry game of Jialai provides inspiration for the citrus-forward India Pale Ale with notes of clementine, orange peel, and caramel malt, creating an IPA that's bold, that's both bold and approachable. Just like me, bold and approachable. All right, thanks for hanging out and uh, listening to a word from our sponsors. Uh, not sponsors, by the way, but uh, 
for sake of a better term, we're going to call them sponsors. Yeah, they don't give us any fucking money, but we'll throw their beer out there. Hell yeah, man. I said I didn't like it the first time, but I like it now, so there you go. I mean, 7.5%, you're going to like it after a couple anyway. Mm. Fucking absolutely. Couple mm. rips, dude. Call it good. Call, call it good. Fucking call it good. All right. All okay, right. so calling it. Speaking of calling it, mm-hmm. who are you calling winning the Super Bowl? Winning or going to? Winning. Oh, okay. Uh, the way too early Super Bowl predictions. We're already halfway through the year. We're more than halfway through the year, man. Um, you know what? I, I think the, the popular sexy pick right now is Baltimore. Uh, and for good reason. They, they're they playing better than anybody else in the NFL. On both sides of the ball. Yes. Um, I don't see... I mean, obviously the... the AFC Championship game is probably going to come down to the Patriots and the fucking Baltimore. Uh-huh. The way it's hashing out right now. Because the Patriots are always in the AFC Championship. Also, side note. I love Bill Belichick's disdain for the AFC Championship trophy. I Anytime he gets it, he poses for one photo, like lifts it up like a half inch, and then like hands it off to someone. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite yearly things to witness. <laughs> Is Bill Belichick's disdain for the AFC Championship Trophy. So, I, I do think Baltimore beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship, going to the Super Bowl. NFC? I don't know why I'm less, I have less conviction about this. Maybe it's just because I don't care about the AFC. And I can just make a shot off the hip. Right. Um, with the way... You know, I, I think New Orleans is going to get there this year. I really do. Uh, Michael Thomas is playing out of his mind. Yeah. Uh, he's... Go look up his stats, ladies and gents. Over the last three years, find me a better wide receiver. I don't I mean, know if he can. I mean, granted, he's got arguably the one of the best of all time thrown to him. Arguably the most accurate quarterback of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Okay. Of course. Uh, regardless of the passing record, like the most accurate quarterback of all time. So right? you're going New Orleans, Baltimore. Baltimore wins it. Yep. And then the Saints play whoever the fuck they play. Um, and so it's Saints, Baltimore. And in that matchup, man, I like. <sighs> you know, I'm just gonna be a little. I'm just gonna be a little uh, Cinderella. I think. Uh, I think after last year's heartbreak, New Orleans takes it. Okay, so you are going with New Orleans. I, I think switching I'm, up a little bit here. I okay, th- I think I'm going New Orleans. New Orleans in 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 that matchup. I I, I think I think it's going to be something lower than people think it's going to be. I think both teams are going to be in the twenties. Okay, it'll be like twenty seven, twenty one, or some shit like that. Okay, uh, with New Orleans taking it because both defenses are good. Yes, both defenses are good, uh, but they can both put up points like nobody's business. And I. I just think New Orleans has the athleticism to not contain Lamar Jackson, right. but give him fits mm-hmm. enough that he has to change his game plan. Okay. I like that. Question back on you, my friend. What, what do you think? Who you got in the Super Bowl? 31-14 New England over New Orleans. Not even a doubt in my mind. You are... God, I hate You don't that. fucking have to like it, but it's true. No, and I, and I don't. I you don't know fucking why? like it at all. Because Baltimore's going to have to fucking play New England again. And I'm telling you right now, Bill Belichick coach defenses... They figure out the scheme of going, okay, we saw you once, we'll figure out again. Not saying that fucking Baltimore's not awesome, and I think it'll be a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. I think that then they scheme, and I just think they're scheming two weeks, 
against an offense for Bill Belichick's almost too much. I mean, that's why the Super Bowls are so good that they play in because he just forces games to be unreal. He's what they've lost three. Mm-hmm. He's been the head coach in ten, mm-hmm. and he's also coached in two others that he won. Yeah. The gentleman has won eight. No, they haven't won seven. They won six. They won six. They won six and lost three. Excuse me. So they played in nine. Nine. Fucking nine Super Bowls since 2000? Yeah, that's when uh, Tom Brady took over for Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. Which was also, I believe, Bill Belichick's first year in New England. Somebody fact check us on that because... I'm, I'm, I'm calling. I think he won the fucking Super Bowl his first year. Well, your phone's almost dead, so you better hurry up and check that. You fucking... This is bullshit. I'm calling garbage. Well, okay, so the similarity we have... New Orleans for both of us in the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And Baltimore for both of us in the AFC Championship. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. down with that. I think... Okay, who do you... I already told you who I have for the wild card in the uh, AFC. Why don't you pick who's the uh, wild card in the NFC? In the NFC? Mm-hmm. It will be... This is where it gets tricky because mm-hmm. it could be because of the NFC West. Right. But I'm going to go Green Bay because I already called Minnesota to win the division. Right. Um, so I'm going to say it's, uh, Green Bay and I'll say it's Green Bay and Seattle. Uh, no, you know what? I'm going to go, it's Green Bay and San Francisco. With Seattle winning the division. Yes. I mean, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, well, why fucking would you be? I'm just saying. We're, we're on a podcast for recording. People can't read my body language. That's why I fucking say it. Bullshit. Shut, shut fucking up. Folks, you need to get lasers in your eyes to see through this fucking airwave. You're the one with fucking glasses on. You got the fucking shields up. I can't see anything, dude. Don't give me shit. Let's see this. Boom. He started coaching in fucking 2000. Well done, man. Well Son done. Son of a bitch. Well done. Regular season, he's 270 and 124. All right, shut your phone off. I'm tired of talking about Fucking postseason, 31 and 11. And his career is 301 and 130 fucking five. By the way, Cleveland fired him when they fucking made the playoffs and then moved the team to Baltimore and Art Modell fucking fired him. Isn't that the last time the Browns made the playoffs? No, they made it once before that. Now you're going to throw no, no, shit no, out no, that I'm going to have one, to look up again. One off. No, they, they went before, but after Belichick got fired, I don't think they made it to the playoffs. No, bullshit. Oh, no, 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 no. They haven't won a playoff game since Belichick. That's what I thought, yes. Yeah, they haven't. That, that's what it is. My bad. They haven't won a playoff game. Man, that's, that's going to be like... That's going to be like the curse of the goat in, for the Cubs. Okay, here you go. You ready? We were going to do top five something else, but I'm going to I'm I'm throw you a curveball. Oh, so, so instead of the top five... We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Five teams Colin Kaepernick should be playing for. Could be playing for. Ooh. Because okay. we both agreed before we started this, he should absolutely be in the league. Absolutely. hundred percent. No yeah, not a doubt in my mind. Dude, suit, phenomenal athlete. He's been, in, in our opinion, he's been screwed. But I'm going to go with, Okay. There's five teams he could play for. Who are they? My thoughts are mm-hmm. he could play for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. He could play for Washington. He could play for Indianapolis. He could play for Chicago. And he could play for Washington. Did you say Washington twice? No, I was just about to say, did yeah. I say Washington? <laughs> you said Washington twice. Um, 
I agree with all of those in Washington twice. He could play for fucking Tampa Bay. Oh man, James has got a God that guy. Uh, how about he could Miami? play for the fucking Bengals? How about Miami? There we got fucking eight, and I'm with Washington twice. You know what? Okay, here here's a crazy projection. We talked about this beforehand as well. Mitchell Trubisky doesn't lead the Bears to a 500 or better record this year. He's done. Yes. In my opinion, I'm not the general manager nor the head coach. Thanks for that clarification. In case you're out there wondering, folks. Good lord. Um, Fucking company I keep up. Uh, Okay, so here, here, bold prediction. With the type of offense that Chicago, with the type of team that Chicago is, they are a defensive run first team always. Colin Kaepernick could slide very sexily into that role. Being a mobile quarterback, knowing that he doesn't have to take all the weight yeah. of the offense, yeah, knowing that you can ease him in. I mean, he's still got an arm. He he was you know he's not super accurate, and he's never been super accurate with the deep ball. He wasn't that when he did his little uh, little practice session. Um, he wasn't super deep with the or super accurate with the deep ball, which he's never been, which is fine, because playing in the middle of fucking winter in Chicago. You're not going to throw it deep. Well, fucking Mitch Trubisky ain't. Nope. Sure ain't. So, there you go. There's, there's my fucking... There. We threw out eight with Washington twice. I, I think that counts. Yeah, fuck. I'm going to say it counts. I mean, even Washington fans aren't a fan of Washington. Yeah. Hey, if you're not a fan of Washington right now and you're in the D.C. area, why don't you call into the show? Let us know what's going on. Yeah, we got fans around the world. Why, why don't we have fans in Washington, D.C.? Fucking grip it and rip it, baby. Give us a call. Let us know what's going on. Hey, if you've got thoughts about this NFL season, uh, as most people do, uh, you know, call the show. Let us know what you think. Who do you think is actually going to win a division? Who do you think is going to win the fucking Super Bowl? Karen went with New Orleans. I'm going with fucking... Wait, did you come? Yeah, you went with New Orleans. And I'm you going went with, with New the England. Stupid Patriots. Yeah, yeah. You go call it stupid. I got fucking six Super Bowl rings that say differently, friend. I got a fucking cock ring for you, <laughs> you dick. And that's how we end this evening's show, folks. Have a good night, and we'll catch you next time on Grip It and Rip It.